The Earth is 4.54 billion years old. A span of time that big is too mind-boggling to comprehend, so let's collapse the planet's entire history into a single calendar year. Right now, as you're reading this page, it is the 31st of December, just before the stroke of midnight. Thankfully, fireworks were invented nine seconds ago. Humans have only existed for 30 minutes or fewer. The dinosaurs ruled the world until the evening of the 26th of December, when an asteroid hit the planet and wiped them out except for birds. Flowers and mammals evolved earlier in December. In November, plants invaded the land and most of the major animal groups appeared in the seas. Plants and animals are all made up of many cells, and similar multicellular organisms had certainly evolved by the start of October. They may have appeared before that. The fossils are ambiguous and open to interpretation, but they would have been rare. Before October, Almost every living thing on the planet consisted of single cells. They would have been invisible to the naked eye, had eyes existed. They had been that way ever since life first emerged, sometime in March. Let me stress, all the visible organisms that we're familiar with, everything that springs to mind when we think of nature, are latecomers to life story. They are part of the coda. For most of the tale, Microbes were the only living things on Earth. From March to October in our imaginary calendar, they had the sole run of the planet. During that time, they changed it irrevocably. Bacteria enrich soils and break down pollutants. They drive planetary cycles of carbon, nitrogen, sulfur and phosphorus by converting these elements into compounds that can be used by animals and plants and then returning them to the world by decomposing organic bodies. They were the first organisms to make their own food by harnessing the sun's energy in a process called photosynthesis. They released oxygen as a waste product, pumping out so much of the gas that they permanently changed the atmosphere of our planet. It is thanks to them that we live in an oxygenated world. Even now, the photosynthetic bacteria in the oceans produce the oxygen in half the breaths you take, and they lock away an equal amount of carbon dioxide. It is said that we are now in the Anthropocene, a new geological period characterized by the enormous impact that humans have had on the planet. You could equally argue that we are still living in the Microbiocene, a period that started at the dawn of life itself and will continue to its very end. Indeed, microbes are everywhere. They live in the water of the deepest oceanic trenches and in the rocks below. They persist in belching hydrothermal vents boiling springs and Antarctic ice. They can even be found in clouds, where they act as seeds for rain and snow. They exist in astronomical numbers. Actually, they far exceed astronomical numbers. There are more bacteria in your gut than there are stars in our galaxy. This is the world in which animals originated, once smothered in and transformed by microbes. As paleontologist Andrew Knoll once said, Animals might be evolution's icing, but bacteria are really the cake. They have always been part of our ecology. We evolved among them, also we evolved from them. Animals belong to a group of organisms called eukaryotes, which also includes every plant, fungus and alga. Despite our obvious variety, all eukaryotes are built from cells that share the same basic architecture, which distinguishes them from other forms of life. They pack almost all their DNA into a central nucleus, a structure that gives the group its name. Eukaryote comes from the Greek for true nut. 
They have an internal skeleton that provides structural support and shuttles molecules from place to place. And they have mitochondria, bean-shaped power stations that supply cells with energy. All eukaryotes share these traits because we all evolved from a single ancestor, around two billion years ago. Before that point, life on Earth could be divided into two camps or domains, the bacteria, which we already know about, and the archaea, which are less familiar and have a fondness for colonizing inhospitable and extreme environments. These two groups both consisted of single cells that lacked the sophistication of eukaryotes. They had no internal skeleton. They lacked a nucleus. They had no energy-providing mitochondria for reasons that will soon become abundantly clear. They also looked superficially similar, which is why scientists originally believed that archaea were bacteria. But appearances are deceptive. Archaea are as different from bacteria in biochemistry as PCs are from Macs in operating systems.